AITA to quit a campaign because I'm not having fun? I guess this is kind of an AITA post, but not really. I mostly just want to vent to people who can hopefully understand this. Joined a new group as the fourth party member for a new campaign. I knew some of the people involved. The group I joined was fairly tight and good friends. The DM was very good and created amazing stories and campaigns. Starting out, I had a talk with the DM about expectations, house rules and what I'm comfortable with when it comes to more edgier stuff. I pointed out that I'm not comfortable with religious stuff due to some bad experiences in life. I guess that it's a world where gods are real. I'm okay with that, but I just don't want to do any of it myself. Like praying, religious dogma, or ceremonies. The DM said that it wouldn't be a problem. I was the last to pick up a character and the party had a pretty obvious cleric-shaped hole. I told the DM that I have an idea for an atheist cleric. In order to get around my request, we can reflavor, or I can just never use any spell or interaction that involves a god or praying. Or if this is not viable, I can just play a druid. The DM was on board, and I made a human life cleric with the soldier background. An old retired army doctor that gets healing powers when trying to help victims after a brutal attack on his hometown. We reflavored some spells and my character does not get access to ceremony, augury, divination, or divine intervention, but gets expertise in medicine and a slightly weaker healer feat for free from start. Started playing and some unusual things started to happen. NPCs come to me asking for blessings and similar stuff, even though I wear no holy symbols or anything really identifying me as a cleric or holy man. Quite the contrary, I'm dressed as a soldier with the personality of a grumpy old man. I don't think much of it at this time, and use it as a character-building moment. Instead of a blessing, I give them a tonic to help keep them healthy through the winter months. More and more little things like that happen, up to a point where we need info for a quest from the people caring for a temple, and they ask my character to hold a service for them. When I politely decline, they refuse to help the party in any way, saying I offended them, and thus leading the quest to a dead end with no other roots or options for persuasion. At this point, I talked to the DM out of game and addressed this. The answer I got? I know, don't worry about it, trust me. Things get a bit better, but there are still plenty of nudges towards divinity and religion for my character, both from the DM and the other players. It kinda seems that accepting religion became my character's main arc. During an RP moment with the party, when I am asked about this, I say that gods and religions never helped my whole life, quite the opposite that I don't know where the powers came from and I don't care. I did not ask for them, but as long as I have them, I'll use them to help people. When I cannot do that anymore, I will leave. I'll return to old life in my house and that I will not become a pawn or servant of anyone for the sake of the powers, be them god or mortal. Soon after the dreams started, angels that want to guide me in my journey. I ignored this at first and the dreams became more intense and started telling me that I'm ungrateful for the gifts I've been given and so on. Also warning me that if I don't embrace this divinity, I'll lose it. By this point, I've tried talking to DM directly several times, with little results, and getting responses like, you're a cleric, what did you expect? Just go with it, or don't worry about it. Party members asked about the dreams, and my character responded that it's either weird nightmares, or someone's trying to manipulate me, and they should ignore it, just as I have. Not long after, during a fight, the DM informs me I cannot cast spells anymore. Whatever power you had before is not there anymore. So I take out a mace and carry on, with one attack per turn with 14 strength. After a grueling battle, I patch everyone up best I can with what medical supplies I had left, and let the party know this is the end of the road for me. My character is too old for brawls, and without the magic I'm a burden, a liability to them. I say my goodbyes and wish them well, retire my character and leave the table. This may have been abrupt, but I was clear with the DM. 
both at the start and along the way, that this is not something I want or enjoy, and that I would rather not play than be forced to do something I do not want to do. The big surprise hit a bit after leaving the table. I received texts from the other players telling me that I'm a bad sport, that this is not how the game is played, that the DM was only trying to help me, and that I'm a jerk for behaving the way I did. The DM was forcing his plot on the player. He wanted a redemption arc and the player did not. Hats off to the player for recognizing that the game wasn't what they wanted and stepping away. That DM ruined a great character idea with his limited imagination and pushed a player away from the table. Not that a-hole. AITA for permanently killing a player? Hi, so I've been running a game set in the Fool's Gold universe, an alternate timeline where the party died to Quinora during the big fight early in the series. So one of the players decided to put a totally not boyfriend into his backstory, and there was a massive attack during one of the big fights in my campaign in the town that this boyfriend resides in. Quinora had essentially taken control of the wild magic monkey himself, Sips, and he was going around killing the peoples of this damned town. So the player wanted to go check on his character's boyfriend. Fool's Gold fans will of course know that whenever Sips touches an object or creature with his cursed crocodile hand, the item might get cursed. I had rolled on the campaign official curse table to see what the former protagonist did to this poor human. I happened to get a curse that made it so whenever the creature dies, they turn into a wraith. So suddenly a wraith fight begins. The wraith attacked the paladin first as he was the closest one. Now for those unaware, wraiths have a neat little ability. Whenever they hit with an attack, the target rolls a con save or takes the amount of damage dealt by the base attack, subtracted from their maximum HP. Paladin fails and loses over 20 max HP. Now, you would think that learning this fact, this player would be a little more cautious. No, instead he stays and continues to attack by using smites. Fair enough, it was only one attack. The other players try to light the wraith up, but he survives the first round. Round two, the players do a lot of damage to the wraith bringing him to a little more than 20 HP. The Wraith crits on the Paladin. He fails the save and takes over 40 damage removed from his maximum HP. The player still does nothing. No dodge action, no disengage, no repositioning, nothing. He just stands there and keeps fighting. Round 3 goes by. The Wraith is on 1 HP, attacks the Paladin. The Paladin's current and maximum HP are reduced to zero. The Paladin is instantly killed, and the Wizard is able to slay the Wraith. I ruled this as permanent death due to his lack of existing hit points. The Paladin gets pissed at me, talking about how I could have switched targets at any time, and how I purposefully targeted him all combat. I tell him about how he could have moved at any time, and that would open room for someone like the Artificer to get attacked. I also explain that I try to be realistic as a DM. If someone's going for the kill, they're going to kill you if they can. If you beat them in combat, great. I don't make encounters designed to kill a player. But when it happens, I'm not just going to show mercy and say the enemy gets bored and opens up room to be opportunity attacked. Am I the a-hole for doing this to the player? Unfortunately for the player, death happens. Often, actually. If he or the party did nothing to reposition or draw the attention of the wraith onto another member, then honestly, what could they expect to happen? As a DM, I treat combat similarly and realistically. If a creature is attacking a party member, they will continue to do so unless something else draws its attention. I vote this DM is not the a-hole. What do you think? Do you agree or disagree? Let me know in the comments below. Before we take our leave, don't forget to subscribe to our channel, All Things D&D. Stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content every week.